0: I know you know what time it is. It's 8 o'clock, baby. It's time to crank that volume up to 11. Welcome to Squawk Box Radio, the place where nothing real happens. And I really care what you people think about that. I really do. First of all, I want to apologize for yesterday's broadcast. We had technical difficulties, and I know it abruptly ended. We think we have everything fixed, though. Today in the news... Today's lunar eclipse will be broadcasted live on this station. (laughs) Now that will be exciting, hearing a lunar eclipse on radio. Psychics who predicted that the world would end yesterday admitted they were wrong. Study finds that most new people in town are not from here. And weather. More rain could cause more flooding. Weatherman asks it to stop. Now on with the show. We are here, people. And in the studio today is, you guessed it, Mr. Storyteller himself, Travis Clark. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Since yesterday ended on a sour note, why don't we take another listener's question today? That sounds fine. I'll take caller number three for today's question. Sorry, you're not the right caller. Sorry, you're not the right caller. You are lucky number three. What's your question?
1: When did you propose to Becky?
0: It looks like people want to hear more about your love story, Travis. It is part of the story. Thank you, caller, and stay on the line so we can give you a gift. I'm still waiting on my ice cream. I'll make sure it's here tomorrow. What type would you like? Vanilla's fine. Do you want anything with it? Nuts? Sprinkles? Fudge? Plain is good with me. I figured, but I had to ask. You seem like a very simple man. The older you get, the
1: fewer things you really love. And by the time you get to my age, maybe it's only one or two things. So, let's go to the story then. It was senior year in high school. The school year was almost done. I've been dating Becky for a couple of years now. We spent a lot of time together. If it wasn't at school, she was at my house looking after my younger brothers. Hey, Becky. I've been thinking.
2: Uh Uh-oh. I hope it's something good.
1: It's about us.
2: Then I really hope it's something good.
1: I was thinking about what we are doing after high school.
2: I don't know. I'll go wherever you want to go.
1: Well, I was thinking about joining the army.
2: I'm not joining the army, but maybe you can sneak me on base.
1: What if I don't have to sneak you on? What do you mean? What if, um, what if, what if we got married?
2: Travis, I know that we're young, but we're both 18. I think we can make it work. I hope that wasn't your proposal, though.
1: No, I know you would need more. Plus, I would need to talk to your father first, too. Come here. With that, she kissed me hard and put her arms around me and squeezed me tight.
2: Forgive my lips. They find joy in unusual places.
1: I don't mind it at all.
2: Look, I don't want this opportunity to pass me by again. I should have said this a long time ago, but I have loved you since the first day I met you.
1: Define love.
2: Travis, I want to spend the rest of my life with you.
1: Don't you want a minute to think about that?
2: A minute seems like a really long time to waste.
1: I'm just a flame running through the fire, Becky.
2: That's where you're wrong, Travis. You are the fire.
1: We kissed passionately. And later that day, I went over to her father's and asked him for his daughter's hand in marriage. I told him my plan of joining the army and that we wouldn't get married until after I finished training. He told me that he knew this day was coming and that he was excited and scared. He told me that it was hard to let go of his baby girl, but that he would be honored to give me his daughter. His last word to me was what his father told him. Love isn't about playing it safe. It's about risk. Unless you're willing to put yourself out there. You won't know. And I know you know how to love her. Care for her. Your father made you a good man, Travis.
0: And I know she'll say yes to you.
1: Welcome to the family, Travis. We parted ways and I went to the store. I didn't have a lot of money, so I got the best ring I could find. It had a small stone, but it suited us. It wasn't bright and flashy, It wasn't a trophy to display, but I knew Becky and I knew it didn't matter. I could have tied a piece of string around her finger and she would have been happy. I bought the ring and made plans for a special date. Becky, are you doing anything
2: Friday night? No, I don't think so. I'm ahead on my schoolwork and your father says he doesn't need me on Friday for some reason.
1: Good. I want to take you somewhere.
2: Do I need to dress up?
1: No, you can be casual. But I do warn you, we will have to walk a little bit. I don't mind. The next day at school, I got with Chad and told him about my plans. So, you're going to do it, huh, pal? Yep, she is the one. How can I help? I need it to be special. I got the location. I just need everything else. I told Chad my plan, and after school, we started getting everything ready. You're sure you have enough extension cords? You're right. Let's take some more. Uh, Grab those Christmas lights too. What do we need the Christmas lights for? I've got a plan. We loaded everything into the back of his truck and drove to the spot. We set up the lights and ran the extension cords to a nearby generator, which I must admit was fun to get out there. What
0: the heck were you guys doing?
1: You'll see. Later that night, I walked to Becky's house and picked up my date.
2: Are you going to tell me where we're going?
1: You'll find out soon enough. We walked down the road a little bit and I started taking off my shoes. She followed suit and we crossed the stream. We put back on our shoes and walked through the meadow where we first kissed. It's funny what triggers memories. Do you remember your first day of school or your first time driving? I bet you don't. But you always remember that first kiss. We continued walking up the hill, and when we got to the top, I motioned for Chad to turn on the generator. He fired it up, and all the lights came on that we strung up in the tree. She saw the blanket and the picnic basket, and even though I wasn't looking at her, I felt that she was smiling.
2: It's beautiful.
1: Not as beautiful as you. Come here. She kissed me hard. She loved me. I was sure of it. And I loved her. We broke our embrace and we sat down on the blanket. I heard Chad's truck fire up and drive off. He was a good friend, always there to lend a hand, but smart enough not to get in the way. I opened the picnic basket and took out our food. It was all her favorites. I pulled out the fancy glasses and poured the sparkling juice into the glasses. I handed one to her.
2: Shall we toast? Let's raise our
1: glasses then, to the land we love and to the love we land. We brought our glasses together and drank from them. She never stopped smiling that whole time. I could tell that she was happy and so was I. I reached into my pocket and grabbed the ring. I put my glass down and got on one knee. Becky. Yes. I haven't said anything yet. Sorry. Becky will.
2: Yes, sorry.
1: Becky, will you? Yes. Becky, will you marry me?
2: Yes. A million times yes.
1: I know it's not much.
2: It's not the ring I want. I want you. I want to stand up in church in front of our family and friends and become your wife. I want them to listen to our vows and let them watch you slide the ring on my finger. I want to marry you, Travis. Are you alright? I'm okay. I can tell you're being less than honest with me.
1: I just don't want to mess up.
2: You won't, Travis. And if you do, I will try to fix you. We are in this together now. We are a team.
0: Are you crying again? I'm not crying. Go get a tissue. Sorry, Travis. Continue. We made love that
1: night. There was no world, no sounds, no lights. Everything was gone except us. Two bodies naked, trembling in the act of love. We laid there cuddling together and talked all night, talked about the future, talked about our dreams, our desires, our love for one another. Hours later we were getting a little cold. We helped each other dress, kissing parts of the other's body as we did. We kissed some more and then we started walking back to our house. I'm surprised. No interruption?
0: No. I'm glued to my seat, man. Tell us more. We were walking back.
2: Travis, I don't say this enough, but I love you.
1: Becky, I am so in love with you.
2: I can't believe I'm engaged.
1: Believe it, it's real. Just like we are. With you by my side, it's heaven. We got to her porch and I kissed her goodnight. She went inside and I could hear commotion. Her father and mother were congratulating her. I continued to walk home. The sound of silence was all I could hear now. I began to realize that the sound of silence was trying to teach me. I learned to appreciate the sound of silence. It is so loud, if you just listen to it. But I learned later that when truth is replaced by silence, the silence is a lie. I got home and went to bed. There was no one there to congratulate me. Becky was my everything, my only thing. I woke up in the morning and met Chad at the spot. We started cleaning up. So? Did she say yes, man? She did. (laughs) Congratulations, man! Thank you. Chad? Yeah, man? Would you like to be my best man?
0: (laughs) Wow. Man, I I would be honored. I mean, even though there would never be a better man than you. Thank
1: you. I stood there for a moment and thought about what he said. Am I a good man? You all right? I'm good. Just tired. Oh, bud. She wore you out? Nah, not even close. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Come on. We gotta put stuff away. Let's go. We finished packing up everything and loaded up the truck. I couldn't shake what he said. We drove
0: off, put everything away, and I went to help my dad on the farm. Travis, I'm sure that you just gave a bunch of guys out there hope. Hell, I bet half the female audience would have said yes to you. And the other half is looking at their man right now asking, why couldn't you do something like that? That was a hell of a story, man. Hopefully, my producer will stop crying before tomorrow's episode... I have to say, I want to know more. I want everyone to know the story of Travis Clark, but we will have to wait until next week again. You've been with us for two weeks now. I have a feeling there's a lot more to tell. Travis, as always, it's been a pleasure to listen to you. You make me want to become a better man. Thank you, Travis. Till next week, everyone. This is DJ Humboldt signing off.